Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. The was high on my list. Um, they got a lot of skill up front, and I think they have a great future ahead. I still don't have a Stanley Cup, so I think joining this team is pretty exciting. Uh, when I look at the potential that the lineup has. My decision was uh, pretty easy, obviously, with those high-caliber players they have on their roster, and just being in the hockey city uh, made my decision real easy. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Malala Lushik. This is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is oil country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Shed. I just want to know whether or not that's uh, where that's from. Uh, this is Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer with you. Uh, hey, happy holidays for everybody out there. Our last show uh, before Christmas Day. This is Oilers Now brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. You can now buy your PCs from Digitex. Keep it all under one roof with one number to call and one simple invoice for all your office technology needs. Coming up on today's edition of Oilers Now, uh, we'll get to some clips in about five minutes' time as we'll go down the path of our Oilers Now Audio Vault. Uh, but uh, yeah, we got a special guest in studio today as well, uh, future uh, host of Oilers Now. Oh. Uh, how does that sound? Okay, Quinn, yeah. Quinn Phillips is here. Uh, Quinn, of course, uh, many uh, of you know from Global Television, and uh, I worked with uh, Quinn's father for the final two years of his NHL play-by-play career. Drove him right into retirement, Quinn, so... <laughs> It was you that did that. Yeah, uh, hey? I, I, I somehow, right. I somehow don't know. I don't think it was me that did that. But uh, <laughs> it's great to have you here. Uh, we do have. We'll mention we've got Elliot Friedman for the River Creek Resort Casino coming up on today's show, and Brian Burke for Canadian Power Pack. Plus, we're going to uh, replay an interview with Evan Bouchard that Reed Wilkins had last night on orders now uh, so Quinn let me ask you this uh, here you are and you know there's this global Chad chorus partnership thing that we used to have all those years ago back in the day like 25 years ago and then they 
uh, back when it was Western International Communications, and the Kaiser Soze of Edmonton Money, Harold Rusin, was the VP for uh, for WIC, and uh, boy, they're a lot more than me. Their time, well, uh, you know, all I can say is once in a while a guy has a scotch with certain guys and finds a lot of stuff out. But uh, I just remember when they uh, when they sold uh, uh, when they sold WIC, uh, their timing could have been any better. I swear, they, I, I've always uh, sort of joked around. It was a serious matter, but it was about a year before 9/11, and it changed a lot of things and, and uh, the timing in terms of the television and, and radio industries at that time. Mm-hmm. And uh, serious topic, but. Uh, uh, I didn't know I was signing up for this. You didn't know you were signing up, <laughs> going down this. You, you thought we were going to talk about some peppy song from the movie The Grinch. Hey, uh, just was that from The Grinch? Is that confirmed? Uh, is that from Dave? Can you? Uh, pretty sure that's from the uh, the Jim Carrey version of The Grinch. Uh, just, we'll do the forensic audit right now. Thank you. Uh, you might need to do that on me after today's show. Uh, so, Quinn, tell me this. Uh, you know, we know you do the the work. We'll get to some of the other stuff in a second. But uh, do you have any specific with Rod? Because Rod, your dad's a fun man. Yes. So was was a Chris, very funny man? Too, a a yeah. funny man. Was Christmas a uh, special time around the house? Yeah, Christmas was always really special because we had such standard traditions. Um, you know, he would go pick up his mom in Kalmar, where he grew up, right? Um, my nana, and then she always brought the pierogies, the cabbage rolls, and that would be Christmas Eve. We'd go over to my aunt's house for Christmas Eve, and then Christmas Day, my parents would stress out all day. I don't remember that part. Right. Uh, cooking a meal for, you know, between 18 and 25 people every year. Yeah. And it was just, it was always so much fun. My dad sat at the head of the table every year and as you can imagine he would be the life of the party and the life of the conversation a lot of times. Now how much hockey talk was actually taking place or did he sort of take a bit of a, a rest from that? You know it's interesting he would take a bit of a rest from that. My, He's an only child and my mom has uh, four sisters. Okay. Wait three sisters <laughs> uh, and so they weren't talking about it as much. That's not my memory, but I also sat at the other end of the table from him with the kids. You know, the kids sat at the other end, so they might have been talking about it, and that just happened all the time. It was was just something I'm used to, and, you know, the conversation, the fights my dad and I used to get in over players. I used to pick on some players and you know, and he would fiercely uh, defend. He would them? defend them, but then I remember there was a few times where, like, a couple weeks later, he'd be like, "Okay, you know, I'm kind of seeing what you're seeing now." <laughs> what, did you have a, a favorite player growing up? I had a lot of favorite players. It started. My favorite players I often picked, depending on who was the nicest to me. But okay. when you're a seven-year-old around the rink, yes. that's that's what you care about, right? So Steve Smith, I absolutely adored Steve Smith. He was such a good guy. Yeah. Joe Murphy, actually, was a really, really good dude. Really, yeah. really liked him. Uh, so I, I, it sounds awful to say, like, Mark Messier, Wayne Gretzky were never my favorite players, even though I do have great memories with them. Uh, and every time Wayne sees you, he goes out of his way to come over and see how yeah. you're doing it. But that's how he is with everybody. But. Yeah, exactly. So, and yeah, I, I remember actually when I was working in Yorkton, Saskatchewan, Wayne had a Canadian satellite and he used to try to watch me, you know, on CTV Regina when I was working there. <laughs> That's a little odd, eh? I was working there. I, I got my job in Yorkton and my dad was inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame the right. following week. So I had to go to that job for like three days and then fly to Toronto, ask for the time off, like right off the bat. But my boss was obviously like, yeah, you're going. There's no doubt about that. Right. But um, yeah, so that was my first on air job and worked four or five days and then flew to Toronto and was treated like royalty and <laughs> then went back to Yorkton. And it's been all downhill ever since. <laughs> yeah. Quinn Phillips joining us from Global Television. 
and Bob Stoffer with you in Oilers. Now, you know, my wife, Kathleen, as you know, her mother worked for the Oilers for 25 years. Very similar situation. It was, you know, and so Pat Hughes was her favorite player as a kid. And it wasn't Wayne Gretzky, it wasn't Paul Keith, because he was just a really nice good man, man. Yeah. good guy. And I've t- often told Kathy, well, you you married the Pat Hughes of Edmonton sportscasters as a result of that. <laughs> a guy who's a lot nicer. Uh, <laughs> guy who's a lot nicer in person. My wife's <laughs> like, you're a lot nicer in person than everybody else other than your own family. So, But uh, just back to you, I, I do talk, as you know, nonstop. I mean, I love it. It's uh, I, I work in, uh, it's Christmas every day when you work in the National Hockey League. Mm-hmm. But I do recall with your dad, one thing that used to make me chuckle is we'd sit on the plane and, you know, the team was going through a rebuild in 2009, 2010, and that was your dad's last full season. And we'd he'd sit there and he'd take a, a look at our uh, roster sh- sheet from the game. And you know, the Oilers won one game in 21 that year. It was a tough go. And he'd go, this guy can't play. This guy can't play. This guy can't play. Oh, this guy's terrible. This guy's awful. And I'm like, Rod, the only player you have on the list that you haven't crossed off is Alish Hemsky, and he's injured. Like, you know, and he goes, that's what I'm saying, Bob. That's what we're, <laughs> yeah, we're at. That's what I'm getting at, that's, Bob. That's where we're at. So, he, but he, you know what? He de- he defended the brand, but he would obviously, uh, occasionally, the emotion would get the best of him. And I, But that same emotion is what people, uh, people, people loved about it. Let me ask you this. Incredibly passionate man, that's right. for sure. How challenging has it been for you? to get from under that shadow and and sort of, I mean, because you want to pay homage to it in terms of what he he meant to the community. I mean, I love Wes Montgomery and he's long since gone, but I loved Wes. Mm -hmm. I grew up listening to Wes, John Short, uh, Brian, and, uh, and your dad. Those were sort of the four voices that I... And, and I thought Wes was a tremendously funny man, gifted man. And, he was incredibly funny. Yeah. Inc- and, that's what I remember about him. And high energy. Yes. Like he, you know, he could he could go all night and then show up the next morning at 5.30. And nothing was... And I thoroughly admired him for that ability, <laughs> right? So... I used to do that in Yorkton. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's what it says. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's there for. So, but with all seriousness, uh, how much of a challenge has it been for? Is it a challenge, or is it something you kind of embrace? Uh, it's definitely something I've embraced. It's certainly. In a way, it has made things a lot easier. I knew a lot of people in the industry when I came in. Right. Um, and you know what? Honestly, my dad used to bring home copy from 630 Ched when he worked here, and he used to make me read that copy because he knew I wanted to be in broadcasting. And so, I mean, I, that was probably the hardest part because I was a teenager at that time. Right. And I didn't want to do what my dad said and, like, bring home this copy and, like, read it and that kind of thing. But, you know, looking back, obviously, that helped me. So that might have been the hardest the hardest part. Um People have been really good. I don't get that, oh, you got your job because of your dad. I don't get that a lot. But I did work my way up. I worked in Yorkton. I worked in Lethbridge. I worked in Red Deer. Um, I paid my dues. And... I shot my own video and I edited my own video and, and I don't know how I to do any, I don't SPHL. know how to do any of that stuff. So. Yeah, well, I couldn't put together anything on radio, so <laughs> that makes you feel better. Um, so that's been good, and and it, it it's definitely a lot easier around the rink for sure yeah. because I I I know all the guys right. right like I know I know you know all the media guys and I wasn't just the new girl coming in that that kind of had to worry about fitting in and that kind of thing because I just grew up with most of them well you know what it's interesting you mention that because I look at uh, the gamesmanship that a player like Matthew Kachuk has in Calgary he grew up around like he's Mm -hmm. been raised to be a pro 
and it's part of the reason why he, you know, his career path and trajectory, in my mind, has been accelerated because he had that sort of experience as a kid, right? Watching it, he knew how to conduct. And you look at a guy like Paul Yarby, who everything's new to him in North America, and he's learning. You can see he's got some physical tools, and that's why we have to be patient with him. But there's the contrast, because you know, and you wonder whether or not uh, if if Yessa was in a scenario where Keith Kachuk was his dad, he stayed at the, you know was at the rink and wherever he played late in his career, where he would be where yeah, he would be exactly. already because he would have been here in North America and that sort of thing quick final question for you we've got Quinn, uh, Quinn Phillips here from uh, Global TV the orders where are they at right now what do you what do you what do you think of them as a team overall I think that probably we all know that there's some holes there they're getting great goaltending there's no doubt about that right now um they need some depth and scoring. We're seeing yeah. that with Calgary. I mean, yeah, yeah. you hate to look down the road. They got a way better that, team than they had a year ago, yeah. and that's why they're able absolutely. to come back in games. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, the coaching has been interesting, and and the honeymoon phase I think is probably starting to wear off a little bit. Um, yeah, but. You know, I, I'm very interested to see how far Hitch can take them because he's just got a fresh start with these guys. Well, third all-time winningest coach. This guy's always been able to coach. He's waited a long time to uh, to be coaching the orders. We'll have you on again. Thanks for coming in. I, you know what? I had Thanks to for cap- staying, actually. Yes, I, I, I had to capitalize because you, you were doing Ryan Jesperson's show. And uh, you know what? I just thought, hey, we, we got to have Quinn in. That'd be a cool, uh, cool guest to have. So thank you. Uh, by the way, guests on the show receive gift certificates from Roos Chris Steakhouse. And as soon as Brendan Connolly gets me some, you, Quinn, will get one. Oh, all right? I love Roos Chris. There Perfect. you go. Awesome <laughs> stuff. Uh, we'll take a quick time out. It's 1218 at Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. Hi, this is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. You're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. Again, I'd like to thank Quinn Phillips from Global Television for swinging by. Uh, our Oilers Now hotline is brought to you by the River Cree Resort Casino. December 29th, they got 5440. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. You can text us at 630-630 on our Heartland Ford text line. Don't buy a new or pre-owned Ford without giving Heartland a chance out in Fort Saskatchewan. Experience the difference of Heartland Ford. We're on Twitter at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stafford. Tweet uh, Dave Campbell at... Dave underscore Chet. Thank you very much. It's my turn to talk to Quinn right now. Yeah, no kidding. She's a popular person. Well, I see Quinn a lot during football season. Then after football season, it's like I don't see her at all. Well, yeah, you know. You know. That's, That's all good. We're all happy to see Quinn when she's around. Yes. You know? Absolutely. There you go. Uh, let's go to our uh, Oilers Now Audio Vault, brought to you by Direct Workwear. Times are tough. Direct deals are tougher. Save 25% in-store on workwear all December at Direct Workwear. We will tell you the Oilers uh, skated over Rogers Place today at 11. I left at 11.24 to make it back to the uh, studio. There was uh, one change. Uh, so the top line remained... Uh, Connor McDavid with Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Yessa Poliarvi. Reader remained with Chase on on the flanks for Leon Dreisaitl. Lucic was back with Kyle Brodziak and Zach Cassian. Spooner, Kajula, and uh, Ratty were together with Kajula taking some spins down the middle. Don't forget that uh, Kajula played center for about the first half of his rookie season. Here is Oilers head coach Ken Hitchcock on moving Yessa Poliarvi up to the top line. I feel like his next step is to get his tempo higher and he's that's why we're putting him on a line that has more tempo we're putting him on the power play where he has to has to do things quicker Um, I'm not sure either one is going to work long term but I know that if I can get him up another level tempo wise 
with with the way his conscious is on the ice defensively, he's going to make a good teammate. So why not play him with the fastest player on the team and maybe even in the league and see if he can keep up. And that's what we want to do with these next two days of practice. Uh, you know, based on one day, five on five, he looked very good. And he looked a little bit uh, uh, not up to speed on the power play stuff. So we'll take another day on the power play tomorrow and hopefully he continues to pro improve five on five. And now we got another step where he can start doing things off the rush and then we get a more complete player. All right. So uh, lots of people in town have a lot of perspectives on Yesapoliarby. Um, you know, there was always going to be some growing pains, player transitioning uh, from coming over from Finland, never playing in North America before. Um, I am of the belief that you have to have in the current CBA world, that is the NHL, production from entry-level players. In fact, most successful businesses will tell you that uh, utilizing and getting the most out of, frankly, cheap labor, uh, which usually means entry-level positions, is critical to success. You give people the opportunity uh, to go out there and work their tail off, and away they go. And the great misnomer out there in society today, without me pontificating too much, as I hear all the time, and I'm not just speaking about hockey, but in, in uh, work life in general, all these millennials this, yaddy yaddy, don't kid yourself. If you're under the age of, uh, say, 34, 33 in that range, you're probably better educated, and you've probably been forced to work harder to get the same sort of opportunities that the generations did ahead of you. And that includes a guy like myself, who's well into his... Uh, am I mid-age now, Dave? I'm not even sure. I, I don't. I think I act like a teenager, but I'm, I, I mean that in all sincerity. So you got to get the, the, one of the keys fundamentally in business. Like if you're running a law firm, you got to the articling students, they got to put out for you. That's kind of how it works. And in a CBA system, you have to have production from entry-level players. And the place that the uh, mistakes that get made affect you the least are on the wings, which is why you often see wingers come in and have a chance to make an impact. It hasn't been one continuous upward mobile trend for Yesapuliarvi. Uh, there is something there with the player. I like how Ken Hitchcock has handled him. I'm going to be intrigued to see how he plays with Connor McDavid. Some people have suggested to me, well, can't you read, like, it? you know, does McDavid like playing with Paul Yarby? I got news for you. When Ken Hitchcock comes in, it's, hey, if the coach says this is who you're playing with, this is who you're playing with. This is how it works. And I'm going to be really intrigued to see where this goes because there was traction for Paul Yarby last year, about game 25 to 50. And then the final third of the year, he spent most of the time playing with Lucic and Strom and he didn't put up much points. Guess what? Wherever Milan's gone over the last calendar year, it hasn't been overly productive. So just, you know, he, that said, he still provides a little something. One more clip is for our Direct Workwear Audio Vault, again, brought to you by Direct Workwear. Times are tough. Direct's deals are tougher. Save 25% in-store and workwear uh, all December. Evan Bouchard's going to be on the Oilers next year. He's going to make the team next year, Okay. He is a huge part of Team Canada. He appeared last night on with Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. We'll have a, the complete interview coming up. But Bouchard had this to say on Team Canada's players accepting their new roles. Yeah, I think it'll be a little tough for some people. Uh, like you said, most guys here are stars on the team. So I think, uh, you know, whatever role you're handing to you, I think you should have to embrace it and, uh, you know, really, really strive to be the best you can at uh, doing that job and really have to buy into uh, what your role is. And I think uh, if everyone does that, no, 
quickly and uh, embraced it. Everything was really good. There you go. That is uh, Evan Bouchard, Team Canada World Junior Championship coming up. Again, guests on the show receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. This is the greatest steak you've ever had. Follow the sizzle to Alberta's own Roos Chris Steakhouse, 99.90 Jasper Avenue. Bob Stoffer, Dave Campbell with you. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Coming up for the River Cree Resort and Casino, Elliot Friedman. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.